This is the Main Attraction Podcast. Now, here are your hosts, Justin Strong and Ryan Nelson. Welcome to the Main Attraction Podcast, where we discuss the biggest television shows and movies in the entertainment industry. I am your host, Justin Strawn. Joining me each week is the other host of the show, and he's disappointed we don't get to talk about Reginald Bell Johnson this week, Ryan Nelson. Justin, shout out to Mallrats, the movie, with the super sperm theory. I know that's where they were going with this. I'm sure it is. <laughs> Had to be an homage to Mallrats. So yeah. Shout out to the movie Mallrats. It yeah, still would, holds up. Yeah, I would think that would be the case as well. So uh, you're probably on to something there. If you've been listening to podcasts as we started the podcast last year, thank you for continuing to listen and making this a part of your day. If you're new to the show, we hope you enjoy it as we talk about the third episode of the second season of Invincible titled This Missive, This Machination on Prime Video. If you are new or a regular and would like more access to the show, visit our Patreon page and become a patron of the Main Attraction Podcast. Go to patreon.com slash the Main Attraction Podcast. You can get Patreon-only content. You can support us at a $3, $5, $10, or $20 level. And when you join up, we'll shout you out here on the show. If you want ad-free access to the podcast, any level of being a Patreon supporter will get to the show ad-free. doesn't matter which level you sign up for. All four levels do get to the show ad-free. Now, there is bonus content out there available for you if you sign up for a, a higher level. So for example, if you were to sign up for the 5 or the 10 or the 20, you could get some of our bonus episodes. And we don't have one this week. Uh, my schedule has been incredibly busy. I'm coaching soccer, and my wife's got health issues, so I haven't had a whole lot of time to do a whole lot of extra stuff. But we're going to get back on those next week so if you can't be a patron though you can help the show out by writing us on spotify and apple podcast you can leave us a five-star rating and if you have time we would love it if you wrote us a review while you're on apple podcast uh, if you'd like to interact with the show though you can send us an email to mainattractionpod at gmail.com we would love for you to send us any thoughts any questions you might have anything you might like for us to cover we'd love to hear all that so just go to your email and send us an email to mainattractionpod at gmail.com This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. And we are discussing the 
third episode of the second season of Invincible. Uh, I did discover why they're doing this in two parts. Apparently the creators of this said they basically want to take a break because some, right around when Christmas starts rolling around, Thanksgiving, the holidays start rolling around, uh, people don't watch TV quite as much, so they want to put a break in here, but they're also getting ready to release Reach at that same time, so I really don't know exactly why Prime Video does what they do, but hey, you know what? That's okay. Uh, anyway, real quick, uh, general thoughts on episode three. We've been liking this the second season so far what are your general thoughts here on episode three i thought uh to quote the wrestling announcer jim ross business is picking up <laughs> yes it is yeah it really is uh what's specifically i mean well, let's not get into specifics, well, I mean, the, but yeah i mean the ending where you oh know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, mm. uh, omni-man is back right and then just the stuff with poor alan Oh yeah, uh, you know what's going on with him. I mean, it, is he dead? And yeah, he no, looks like was... he's dying. So that was like, and we're starting to learn there's a lot more issues with. Uh, it almost looks like the NATO of uh, alien races have are having a fallen out. Right. Yeah. So there's like issues there, and then also I would say it will be interesting to see what happens with Debbie now that Pete, she is you know told someone outside that who her husband is, husband is there could be yeah. fallout from from that so that was very interesting to watch so uh, to me you know mark was doing pretty well until the end right you know like he was in college he was actually living a normal life and everything was falling up falling apart everywhere else in the uh universe yeah so. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of with you on that. Uh, I don't know that this is like the best episode so, that I've seen of this show so far, but I think it is the most interesting one, to say the least. Mm -hmm. I would uh, say that. Uh, just because, one, there's not a whole lot of super heroic stuff that happens in this one. Yeah. They, they're they dealing a lot with relationship stuff in this. Uh, I mean, mm -hmm. you've got the relationship stuff with Alan and his alien girlfriend, uh, Mark and his girlfriend, obviously. You know, they take a big step in this one. Uh, you've got... Um, uh, robot and monster girl who yeah. are kind of like starting up a relationship themselves uh you know so like i said there's a ton of relationship stuff in this one so mm -hmm. it's, it's interesting and they kind of take and also you got uh rexplode who's kind of dealing with uh well i can't remember the, the the girl who turns into multiple versions of herself um, duplicate duplicate that's right kate duplicate yeah that's right yeah. uh you know, she's kind of explaining why she didn't really come get into a relationship with with him, and is actually in a relationship with the immortal. So, like I said, all this stuff is very interesting. And then you have obviously the big the big bomb dropped there at the end uh, with Omni Man showing up again. And like I said, we're going to talk about that later. But that really, really took me by surprise. I was not yeah, expecting to see that here in this third episode. So, uh, but anyway, let's go ahead and kind of get into some of the specifics on this third episode of this season. Uh, it starts off with it starts off with Mark heading off to college. He's saying goodbye to his mom, uh, and he's moving into his dorm room. And I can never remember his roommate's name, but uh, it's William isn't. It? I think you're right. I think it is William. Yeah, it's William. Uh, so he and William are roommates, and they are you know they're kind of getting settled in. And William has obviously these ideas, and it's interesting that Mark is you know kind of being shamed a little bit for having holding on to some of his like childhood stuff like his right, uh, right. his posters for his superheroes and all this type of stuff what do you think about this about when this whole introduction of mark moving into college basically yeah i, I liked it because it you know it's he's trying to have a normal you know adulthood right 
trying to be like a normal person and it was actually working for a little while yeah it was, so it was mm-hmm. nice because we've seen him you know get thrown away from that right know, the last couple episodes yeah he has he's been thrown away from it he's been it's he's been taking away from that uh cecil obviously has ideas he has plans for mm-hmm. him and that's aren't all those are sometimes counterintuitive to what mark wants and to what uh to what uh, his mom wants for him so there's uh a lot obviously going on they're trying to explore some of this stuff and i think it's interesting that they're doing it in this particular show i also find it interesting that they are really exploring some of the just the relationship stuff that's in this and yeah. so this next scene obviously it's mark he is going out he goes out uh, to throw all of his stuff away but he ends up bringing back the the dog that i can't remember the dog's name but uh he brings the dog back because he, he's going to hold on to he's like no there's no way i can get rid of you but when he brings it back he sees the stock is on the door and he just assumes that his his roommates already found somebody to hook up with uh and yeah. this is when he goes and he meets up with amber his girlfriend and they're talking he's like who has sex on the on the first day of college and amber's like yeah. i don't know maybe how about us and this is when they have sex for the first time and this is the first time that they've kind of that it's obvious it's the first time that they've done this so yeah. I, you know when you talk about talk about adult animation i i can like the violent stuff is typically pretty easy for me to like co-opt into into animation because like teenage mutant ninja turtles you, there was very little blood or anything on it but ultimately right. there's still violence in it they're fighting so yeah, yeah, yeah. i can see that step when i was watching cartoons growing up I, people weren't having sex it's always weird for me to see yeah. cartoon characters having sex what do you think well, about especially that especially like young young adults yes it's it's all yeah, it's awkward. It's it's always kind of weird. Like I said, it's just, I don't know, when I see cartoon characters having sex, it's always just like, that's just kind of weird to me. I don't know. Like I, said, and I will me. say, this show did a, a good job of, like, moving away from it in a joking tone. Yes, they did. Yeah, so that, you know, that was appreciated. And I'm trying to remember, who was the narrator? Cause I think it was Paul F. Tompkins. I think it was right. Paul F. Tompkins. And he's good you know, at He's funny. good at this. He's yeah. a very, very funny comedian. So I like the way, like, he was cutting away, well, you know, when stuff even before that i like the fact that they're kind of dealing with some there you know amber and mark are having to kind of like figure stuff out like so the, uh, you, you mentioned earlier the super sperm you know because they, yeah, have, yeah. they obviously have protection yeah. and you know is that protection going to hold up for for mark sperm yeah. you know don't you that's one thing you don't really know when you're getting ready to do this uh yeah. but you also have the the problem of you know is he going to crush her because look if this were in the world of the boys that would probably happen oh absolutely <laughs> he probably yes. wouldn't yes. crush her uh but this isn't the world of the boys so they don't go down that road but it is nice they transition away from this with the reintroduction of alan the alien in this because we haven't seen him since uh the end of the first season he is voiced by seth rogan uh, so they are bringing him back to this and we get his backstory we didn't really know anything about what alan how he came about what uh what his deal was but we do get this interesting backstory he's like basically and they do talk about this a little bit in season one where he is supposed to go and fight heroes for yeah. the from from other planets to see if if those heroes can match up to alan because if they can match up to alan then they at least have a chance at matching up with the viltrumite so that this is why he ends up fighting Mark in the first season, and they they eventually you know become friends and all this stuff. But we get more of that and just how he was created, why he was created. And I love how he was the the last hope. Yeah, he was the last hope. And when they sent him actually into Viltrum, he stood no chance. I mean, he was he right. he was completely he and was completely useless. Have you seen Barbie yet? 
I have not. I'm hoping to see it soon, but okay. I'm not. I'm hoping so, they'll release it during Thanksgiving. That like seems like the perfect perfect time. That does seem like a perfect time. So you know, I don't know if you know, Michael Sarah plays a character named Alan. It's oh, like yeah. a mm-hmm. popular character on the show. Okay. And they're the way they talk about like, hey, it's Alan. It's the way they do it in the Barbie movie. So it made right. me laugh more <laughs> than every, how everyone discussed Alan. Just Alan. Yeah. So this is like I said, this is the introduction. This is also the introduction to like the. Like you said, like the space NATO of of this yeah. of this universe that that we live in, and uh, interesting that it's voiced by the uh, the guy who leads it is the voice of Optimus Prime. Yeah, <laughs> Peter, Peter Cullen. Peter Cullen. Uh, so, like I said, that like it's like whoa, that's that's Optimus Prime. <laughs> I was like, what are we doing here? Well, I was thinking, folks, Transformers, uh, but he is kind of like the leader of this thing. And when Alan is coming back, this is giving all of them hope because Alan tells them. You know, this is a Viltramite that that went up against another Viltramite. It's the son of a Viltramite, and he went up against me. He's we befriended each other. You know, they're kind of chastising a little bit for getting the planet wrong because it was he thought it was supposed to be a U R T H, not E A R T H, which is kind of you know they kind of work that comedy into it, but. Uh, so they have hope in this, and Seth Rogen is really, really good in in this yeah, voiceover role. He is, and I like how you know Alan's making the point too that you know Mark is a good guy. He's a good kid. Yes. Like he's not like the rest of the Viltrumites. Right. He's doing a really good job of pulling that point into it. Yeah. Uh, and I think that works really well. Uh, I also like the fact that you know we find out that Alan has a girlfriend as well, and they have their yeah. own relations, and uh, they do cut away from it. But we're not going to cut away from the story. I want to go ahead and finish off Alan's story. Uh, here, so Alan, voiced by Tatiana Maslany. She oh, is that who that was? I could, yeah. I could not figure out who that was. Okay, I knew it sounded familiar, but in, look, if you saw She Hulk, you know she's she's all for playing a horny role. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> she yes. Has, she has no problem doing that whatsoever. Uh, so you know they cut back, and Alan is basically. They go to the diner and they're they're eating together and they're discussing all this and this is when the Viltrumites show up. There are three of them. I don't know who these three are, but they're three obviously important people from Viltrum, and they're basically wanting to know exactly what happened to, with, between Mark and his father. Uh, they want to know what happened to the dad. Where's the son? They want to know all this information. And Alan is not giving it up. Uh, and it's interesting. He kind of looks back towards uh, his girlfriend uh, who's still mm-hmm. in the diner. And I, yeah. I thought that he was, like, getting ready to win in this thing when he does that. But he, what did you think when he gave that look? I think he was protecting her. Like, he didn't want yeah. them to find out, like, who, who she was. Yeah, I think that's probably what it, what it ends up being. But, like I said, when he, when he looked back, I thought he just had, like, this sense of confidence he was getting ready to win. And that is not the case at all. Uh, he gets a, he gets beaten badly. Like I thought they killed yeah. him at this point. I did too. I mean, I his, well. his guts are like hanging out of yeah. his body. Uh, so like I'm like, oh well, he's dead. That's that stinks. And turns out that I guess he wasn't because they take him like to this hospital place, and Tatiana Maslany's character is is there with him, and that's when Peter Cullen's character comes in and is consoling her and Thaddeus. all this stuff. Thaddeus is that his name? Okay, Thaddeus. Yep. Uh, so Thaddeus comes in. And is consoling her, telling her, you know, uh, all this stuff, you know, uh, he, he's done his duty. But he says, you know, you go ahead and go. I'll stay here with him. And then he, like, cuts the machine off. So this is uh, this is what we don't know. Because you asked the question, is he alive? Is he dead? I don't know. What are your thoughts? It feels crazy to kill off a character the voiced by Seth Rogen in such a just, like, 
nonchalantly. Like a nonchalant manner. Yeah. yeah. And it just feels weird to like have him go through all that that he went through with the Viltramites only to kill him by turning right. off his life support yeah. later. So like I said, I, right. I, I, and we didn't hear the, you know, the dial, the, uh, right. The, what, what is that? The death tones. Yeah. The, when the monitor just gives a single long, yeah. single beep. Yeah. 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 Like I said, I, so I don't know. I don't know if they've, yeah. they've killed this character off here or not. I mean, it kind of seems that way. But, it does. But if they did, it's just a really odd way that they went about it. At least that was, yeah, uh, that was my opinion. Uh, doesn't ruin the show or anything for me, but like I said, it's. I just thought it was kind of just a weird way that they went about uh, handling this character because we don't see him anymore in this episode. We, we get no additional. We get no additional information. And yeah, because the credits uh, roll on his part. Yeah, the credits roll, which I did think that was interesting. The way that they, yeah, I did too. Instead of doing the invincible intro, uh, they dropped an Allen introduction into this, and I, it, the way it looked, it looked like there is like an Allen comic. Maybe there is, maybe there mm -hmm. isn't. But I didn't, I didn't look into it. But uh, uh but it kind of seemed like that was a possibility. But I did thought that was just an interesting way that yeah. they did that. So, uh, all right. So let's take what. Let's take a real quick break, and then we'll finish up the rest of this episode. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. All right, so uh, that kind of wraps up Alan's story, at least for this episode. We'll see what happens uh, in the future if we get any more of Alan. And I don't know that we're going to get any more of him next episode just because it feels like they've got more stuff to cover yeah, than going back yeah. to Alan. I think Alan's in the back burner. <laughs> yeah, he's going to be in the back burner, to say the least. So uh, it's interesting in this episode because we don't get a ton of Mark. Uh, this isn't. A no, no. And we get a lot of them at the beginning, and we get a lot of them at the end, but in the middle, we don't mm -hmm. get a whole lot of them. Yeah. Um, but in this one, we do. This is when his mom, uh, his mom's name is Debbie, correct? Yep, Debbie. Yeah. All right, so Debbie goes ahead and calls the number that her friend gave her, uh, and it turns out that number is for basically a, a superheroes who passed away support group is, is basically what it is. Yeah. Uh, and she goes ahead and calls that number, uh, and she goes to the support group, and this is when uh, she's learning about all these other people. She doesn't share anything that night, but she obviously makes a connection with one of the other members in the support group. And... Uh, 
I liked I liked the fact they're kind of doing this. It's an interesting yeah. support group, but we get some right. we really get her dealing with some of these emotions. Uh, and Sandra O oh is great in this role. Just she is really good. Just expounding upon just some of the stuff that she's feeling with and some things that she's denying herself about. Uh, like I said, she's just really good in this. What do you think about this this whole idea? Yeah, I thought she was really good, and I'm pretty sure that was David Diggs from Hamilton. Yeah, I thought who was playing too. Theo. The, the the guy that she was connecting with. Yeah, the guy that she was connecting with. So, and they make a point in this group, you know, you don't tell who your spouse was or who your uh, husband or wife was. Uh, you you don't give any of that details. You don't give any last name. So, they can't attach you to any particular hero or anything like that. But, of course, obviously, it's interesting for, for Debbie in this instance because her, her, her husband's not dead. Uh, but she just yeah. wishes he was dead. But it leads to a scene because obviously there is a connection between the two of them. And they end up going for drinks at a bar. And this is when uh, he reveals to Debbie that his his wife was one of the members of uh, the Guardians of the Globe that, that Omni-Man ends up killing in the very first episode of this thing. And she's just taken by emotion. She's overcome by it, obviously for you know for for good reason because you know, her husband is the one that ends up killing his wife. And when she reveals this to him, he's not nearly as supportive as no. you would think. Did you think that was a think that's a good way to go about it? Or do you think he should have been more supportive? I mean, it's hard. You know, his wife was Green Ghost. Yes. Uh, so, you know, hard to say. You, you would probably be pretty angry yeah, uh, you I know, if someone murdered your wife and they're in the support group. So, no, I, I think he may end up coming around. It's either going to be he's going to come around or this is going to lead to him outing her somewhere. Yeah, I think that's about the only way that they could go with this thing is it's yeah. going to be he comes around and uh, realizes that he makes a huge mistake with her and they start some kind of relationship between the two of them. Yeah. Or... He outs her, and it ends up causing her and Mark problems, and it becomes an yeah. issue outside of, uh, of of those particular family issues as well. So uh, it was a tough it was a tough look for for him. Mm -hmm. I mean, like I said, I mean, you know, she obviously you know is upset by this and is not happy about this. Uh, you know, she comes looking for support, and she when she reveals this, she gets absolutely nothing as a matter of fact he tells yeah. her and don't even come back she she was so hesitant to get support right and she actually felt good for a moment for a moment she felt good but now that this yeah. has happened she's 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 right back to where she was yeah. in square one but just kind of feeling all alone and all this type of stuff so yeah. uh like i said really good stuff between those yeah uh we also get like I said, we also talked, uh, we get some more, we get a lot of relationship stuff in this one. So, uh, yeah. this is when we, when Rexplode confronts Duplicate about her relationship with, with Immortal and how he feels really betrayed by her, which is just so interesting, but she points out continuously that he cheated on, yeah. on, yeah. uh, Adam Eve first before any of this took, took place and right. this is just where uh what who voices Jason uh, Jason it just is so great because he plays so he plays dumb just so incredibly right. well in this role he does uh but duplicate is explaining to her uh explaining to him that that wasn't a real relationship it was just a thing and the reason why she's with immortal is because he understands just how many because of all the number of times that he has died just like all the number of times that her and her duplicates have died 
you know, it's the close to the same amount, and they both understand. They both kind of get that from each other. And like I said, it's it's just an interesting way to, to frame and their relationship. Does, does she says something to the effect of, "And he's not a jerk like you." Well, yeah, <laughs> she says that, and he, the fact it helps the fact that he is not a jerk. Uh, so that that helps as well. Uh, yeah. But like I said, so they're exploring a lot of more relationship stuff, and this leads into this leads into Monster Girl who goes to where Robot is, uh, and this is just the boy version of him, obviously, and he is playing this music. I can't remember what the, who the composer was. Uh, and he also has his brain up on uh, like a projection. Uh, so he's studying this to try to figure out how to overcome fear, basically. He's trying to figure out the best way to beat fear because he doesn't want what happened when they were fighting the giant to happen again. Uh, yeah. And like I said, it, it leads to some interesting conversations. Monster Girl is very blunt. <laughs> She's basically yes, saying, yeah. yeah, you look bad in, the, in that you instance. You were terrible. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, like I said, so she's just really just letting him have it here. Uh, but when she's doing so, she is, uh, you know, you can kind of see robots kind of working up some courage here. And he eventually comes out and says that fear isn't only just holding me back out on the battlefield. He's like, uh, it's been holding me back another way. And he asks her if she wants to go to a movie. And she says, oh, yeah, I'll go to a movie with you. And they go to a horror movie. And because they both look like children, even though they're not, uh, they won't let them yeah. in initially. And uh, like I said, it's just an interesting dynamic between them. Uh, yeah, and it was not, you know, expected. It's, it's, no, it's, it's a nice surprise. Yeah, it's a nice surprise. I, I will they're, say They're both really weird characters. No, they so are yeah it's kind of it's kind of a nice surprise yeah it's a, it's a nice surprise they they've hinted they've hinted at a little bit that there might be something between these two characters uh yeah. but then they seem to be exploring it here and yeah and robot obviously has no idea because he he hasn't because he's always been that you know deformed person yeah. in uh prior to getting his new body so he hasn't gone out he hasn't done anything uh so they go to this diner and you know uh he want, he asked for a waiter when they're at the restaurant. Yeah, and she's he wants like, more fries. Yeah. Yeah. She's like, oh, there's no waiter here. So he's got a lot to learn, not just about yeah. relationships, but just like what normal life is in general. Yeah. Uh, and Zachary Kinto is just so great in that role. Yeah. he, he re- Oh, I, th- I thought that was Ross Marquard. No, Ross Marquard is... Oh, who's Mar- Mar- Ross Marquard? Um, I thought Robot was Rudy. Maybe it is. Hold on. Maybe I'm getting confused. Hold on. Let me pull up the IMDb. Uh, but anyway, talk about just uh, that relationship real quick. Just how you what you thought of how they were pulling that out. No, I liked it because, like, you know, the robot is, he's got to learn, you know, like you said, he had never, he, he admits he had never seen a movie. He had never gone to a restaurant. Uh, he wanted just to be a normal person. Right. Oh, uh, you're right. Okay. Yeah. Rudy is Zachary Quinto. Okay. Yeah. 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 So I was, I was wrong. Ross like voices several, uh, and for some reason IMDb on this episode has it listed as Ross. Yeah, and Rudy is Rudy is the. Uh, I'm trying to think. He's is he the boy? And I could this is where I get confused. No, it's to say yeah, Rudy is the robot as well. Okay, yeah, it just gets really really confusing. Yeah, he's the boy. The boy is Rudy. okay. Yeah, okay, yeah. I get confused between because they're kind of the same character, but they're kind of not the same yeah, character. Yeah, yeah. So it's just really weird. Uh, but yeah, uh, so he's like he's Rudy when he's not in the robot. Zachary Quinto is when he's in the robot. So and like I said, I don't know. Anyway, they both do it really well. Whoever yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. playing, and like just like you said, it does get a little bit hard to to keep up because they voice so. Some of these people voice so many yeah. of these characters. Um, but anyway, uh, like I said, this part of all this worked really well. I, I thought it was interesting to, to 
pair these up and just kind of explore some some difficult things that these characters are, are mm -hmm. having to deal with. Uh, but this takes us back to this takes us back to uh, to Mark, and when he gets back to his room, uh, William immediately recognizes the fact that he had sex with Amber, uh, oh, and he yeah. obviously wants to know all the details. Uh, but this is when the dog shows up. I can't even remember the name. The, I had it written uh, down. It's like a something seance dog seance dog thank you yeah i couldn't remember i couldn't remember the name of the dog but seance dog shows up at the door uh and mark is immediately suspicious because this is not supposed to be real seance dog is, yeah. is only in comic books uh so he immediately starts fighting with him and seance dog is desperately trying his best to convince him that he's not a bad guy and mark ends up being sort of correct that seance dog isn't real but this is yeah. some bug alien uh, from another planet that has come and requesting help for them uh, he says that they have asteroids or meteors or something like that they're getting they're they're uh, following on their planet and they need and they need more Thraxa was the name of the planet oh yeah Thraxa so he is he has come to ask for Mark's help because uh, he's the only person that they can find that would actually help them uh, and he agrees to help and he ends up telling uh, he ends up calling Amber, telling her goodbye. And then he tries to tell her that he loves her, but uh, the call cuts out before that he gets to. But when he gets to the planet, we get the big bomb dropped, and this is when uh, they real they reveal that there are no asteroids. That this has kind of been an all a ruse, and that he is taken. He's being taken to their their monarch, their leader, and their leader is none other than Omni Man. And this is when this is how we leave the episode. This is the first one that I can think of that has no end credit scene whatsoever. Yeah, because I kept waiting for it. It's like, oh, we're not getting one this time. Uh, I don't know. How surprised were you when you saw Omni Man show up in this? Well, I mean, it felt like you know so it was a ruse. It felt like something. It was a trap. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. But I still wasn't expecting Omni Man. No, I wasn't either. I honestly believed that we wouldn't get our first sight of Omni until like the end of episode four at the end of the, yeah, like the yeah, first yeah, half of that. I yeah. thought, I thought that's I thought, when yeah. my, he might show up. Uh, I was not expecting him here. So like when he does show up here at the end of episode three, I was really, really surprised. Like, Oh, where's my end credits thing to kind of explain this a little bit further. And they don't give us one yeah. this time around. Uh, I think it's a really. I think I, I can't wait to see what they do with this next week. I, I really can't. Me too. Because you know, how is Mark going to respond? Are they going to start fighting again? Uh, obviously, Omni Man. He obviously has changed somewhat because he is. Yeah. He he obviously knew that he had to try to deceive Mark a little bit to get him here, and he's not trying to kill him. Uh, so uh, you know, that's that's a step in the right direction for him, but. I like I said, I'm going to be really interested to see what how Mark responds to this next week in next week's episode. Yeah, me too. Because uh, and uh, real quick, did they say when the next four would drop? They just said early 2024. My guess is probably like early to mid January. If mid I had to guess, yeah. Okay, because I'm kind of. After this one, especially, I was like, "Man, we only have one left." I was kind of depressed. Yeah, I know. I was. I was a little. I'm a little because I'm getting ready to. Uh, I watched. Uh, I watched the third one. I watched the one that we're talking about today, and I watched it last week as well. And I'm like, "Oh man, we've got one more of these." I know. Uh, so yeah, and like I said, it, that's the re the reason why. Like I said earlier, I was doing some reading on it. Is the creators thought that with it coming out when it did they don't because shows sometimes get lost in the shuffle around christmas time they they don't want that to happen with this so they're they're 
they're going to pause it here you know, right before Thanksgiving and when sometime in early 2024 we'll get the rest of it uh, after Christmas and all that stuff has gone through which makes sense but then again like I it said does. when we talk about Reacher uh, it's yeah. we found out it's coming out December 15th and it's going to run right. all the way through all that so yeah. uh, and it's both they're both on Prime Video so it's, yeah. it's kind of hard to figure out their logic on all this right. stuff so uh anyway like i said good episode like i said interesting episode yeah. uh like i said i don't it's not my favorite episode of this show but it yeah, does a lot of things in it well like i said it's moving it where business is picking up yes it does so things are going to get really interesting after this one and yeah. it sucks that we're probably gonna have like a month or two wait after it to, right, to have right. to, to finish up and see what happens so all right uh anything else you want to talk about before we do our weekly awards i think we're ready for some awards i think we are too so let's move on to that when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, here on the Main Attraction Podcast, whenever we are covering a season of a television show, we'd like to give out three weekly awards. Up first is our Tyrion Lannister, who is the MVP for the week. This one was really difficult for me because it uh, was it was there was a lot of people getting lots mm-hmm. of screen time. So who'd you go with? I thought the same thing. So I'm going to code this one. I'm going to say Seth Rogen as Alan and Sandra O oh as Debbie. Okay, I went with Seth Rogen, but I can see why you went with Sandra O oh as Debbie as well. But yeah, I went, I went ahead and put Seth Rogen on this. Uh, I don't know how much more we're going to get of him, if we're yeah. going to get any more of him at all. But uh, I like Seth Rogen. Look, here's the thing I about Seth Rogen. When he does voice work, he you just get his voice. <laughs> right, right. He's not doing anything. He's not doing anything special, so you better have a character that his voice will work for. Uh, and I think and his wor- voice works well I for I would say, for he works perfect for Alan. So, because uh, that's what he does. If you saw the Super Mario Brothers movie, you know when he did Donkey Kong, he was just doing his voice. So, yeah. um, Next is the Agatha All Along, the best scene of the week. What'd you go with? Well, it's got to be Alan losing, I mean, excuse me, Mark losing his virginity, right? Yeah, that was a good No, one. I'm just kidding. I'm <laughs> kidding. I'm absolutely kidding. It's got to be the reveal at the end. That's got to yeah, be Yeah, it is. It is. I think that that's got, it's got to be that one. It, uh, some other things, I went with Alan's fight scene with the Viltrumite. I thought that was, uh, yeah, that I thought was that good. Was good. Uh, but uh, I thought Really, also, Debbie at the, uh, yeah. the reveal with, with Theo was very good. Yeah, that was a good one as well. I, I thought about that. But yeah, I think the you know the big one is when he when they reveal that uh that omni man is on this planet that mark yeah. has flown to so uh the, if you come with the king you best not miss what's your best line it's got to be hello son it's been a while yeah that it that's it's that <laughs> I mean, yeah uh nothing else really stood out to me before yeah. then and then when that is like oh no thank you because that made it a lot easier yeah. for me. <laughs> so the only other thing uh Early on, uh, Debbie did say anger is a part of the grieving. You know, it's always a very good. Oh, yeah. And then Mark at one point. No, no. Alan says, is it still a mistake if it ends up saving the universe? That oh, was yeah. a pretty good that one. That was a good one, too. Yeah, I forgot about that one. So, All right. Here on the Main Attraction Podcast, whenever we are covering a season of a television show or just covering a show in general, uh, we'd like to rate it so far on where we think this show currently is. At the top of our list is a succession. 
Uh, beneath a succession is lost. Middle of the road forest is friends. Beneath a friends is a full house. And bottom of the barrel forest is a Baywatch. We have both been at succession for this uh, for the entirety of this third season. Where are you at so far on summer for uh, the entirety of the second season? Yeah, I mean you know, this wasn't my favorite episode, but this is still succession level. I would, I've not gone down at all. Yeah, I'm with you on that. It's like I said, I'm with you about it not being my favorite, but it's really interesting that they do a lot. There, there's a lot that goes on in this, uh, and yeah. it, you really feel like they're moving towards some uh, mm-hmm. some significant stuff later on in this. So uh, I'm giving this as a succession as well. All right, before we go for the week, uh, we'd like to do some, we normally do things that we're looking forward to and things that we'd like to recommend. Uh, this is our third episode of the week, so uh, do you have, what do you want to put here? I'm, I've got, I'm, I'm, I'm going to put a looking forward to here, but what do you want to put? I'm going to do looking forward to as well. Okay, go ahead. I got two. The first, and I think it came out this weekend wide, and I'm going to try to see it this weekend, the holdovers, the Alexander Payne, like uh, Christmas movie starring Paul Giamatti, okay. where he's, he's he's at a boarding school, and he's stuck with some of the students, and he's like a, you know, crotchety old oh, yeah. uh, uh-huh. professor. It looks good. It's got really good reviews. Uh, the last time Alexander Payne and uh, Paul Giamatti worked together, it was sideways, so we know that okay. they worked yeah. well together. So looking forward to that. The holdovers, It's it opens wide now. Uh, the other thing, I saw this trailer when I saw Miss Marvel, and I couldn't wait till this movie comes out. The Fall Guy, starring uh, Ryan yeah. Gosling and yeah. uh, Emily Blunt, a Re remake of uh, the 80s TV show where he is a uh, stuntman that gets into adventures. It looks hilarious. It, looks hilarious. it does. It's it's from the Deadpool John Wick people. So I, I you know I like those guys as creators. So I think it's going to be fantastic. Comes out in March. Uh, the Fall Guy starring Ron Gosling and Emily Blunt. Yeah, that should be fun. I I've, I've, I didn't see the trailers for it at the Marvels. I just saw it somewhere online and I, I watched it. It looks like it looks like it's going to be a lot of fun. All all right, for me, I've got one thing that I'm going to put here. I just saw the trailer for it today. Uh, not, it's not something I would necessarily be looking forward to a lot, but it is something that I feel confident that my wife and my daughter will want to go see. Uh, so uh, we could end up having a nice little fun time together as a family. Uh, both of them, well, my wife is a huge Garfield fan. And my, oh, yeah, and my yeah. daughter is a huge cat person. She likes Garfield. And they released uh, the trailer for uh, the new Garfield movie, the new Garfield animated movie, uh, coming up uh, this summer. Uh, it's And it looks like it's going to be funny. Uh, I, it looks like it's going to be fun. Uh, I will say this. There's a huge disrespect uh, to Garfield in this because of the fact that they released this trailer on Monday. And if you know Garfield... Uh, he hates Monday. He hates Monday. So how dare they release yeah. the the trailer for this movie on a Monday? That's just like just an insult to him in general. So, um, but anyway, it's got like a really incredibly like stacked voice cast. Chris Pratt, well, Chris, Chris Pratt taking over the universe more on voice work as <laughs> yes, well. He is. Uh, he'll be playing Garfield. Samuel L. Jackson will be playing Garfield's dad. Uh, I, I think that is some beautiful casting. Yes, it is. Uh, Nicholas Holt, I think he's playing uh, John. Uh, Vin Grames has a role in this. I don't know what his role is going to be. Brett Goldstein is in this. Uh, oh wow, he's going to be in it. Uh, Bowen Yang is in this. Hannah Waddingham. Oh wow. Uh, so, like I said, they've got they've got quite the cast of of people playing uh, 
uh, characters. And I don't know who all is going to be what, but I just know that Chris Pratt uh, and Samuel L. Jackson, I like that. I think Nicholas Holt will be playing John, but I'm not 100% certain. So, uh, yeah, I'm actually surprised you didn't mention something else because we've mentioned it twice in this pod. Reacher. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. December 15th. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. Because we, the trailer looks awesome. Yes, it does. It does look like it's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, he does a stunt that I've never seen done before, and I'm shocked. There is a parked car of the villain, and he just walks up, kicks the crap out of it, and the airbag goes off. <laughs> yeah, I know. It goes off, and it, yeah. And I was just like, that is so awesome. How has no one done this? I, I've not seen this done before. Yeah, I haven't and, seen it either. And i got to give Alan Richardson... That man looks like he could beat up anyone. Oh, yeah. Just does. the stunt he does. He's just so huge. Yes, he is. Also, it has one of my favorite where they're like, they're coming after us. And he just says, good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's going to be fun. Uh, we can't wait to, we'll be covering it. We do have screeners for it. Yeah. We, neither of us have watched it yet, uh, but we yeah. will, we will I definitely. Was tempted. Yeah, I was tempted. I was really tempted. <laughs> I, I, I was, if I had had more time, I probably would have uh, called a couple yeah. of episodes of it already. So, uh, but yeah, that one will be a fun one. I can't wait to watch it. It'll be, it's coming out December 15th. That's when it, uh, the yeah. first three episodes air. And this year they are doing, they're going first three episodes and the rest of them will be weekly. So, all right. Uh, anything else you want to add as we wrap up this week? Uh, recording yeah appreciate everyone joining us and we will talk to you next time i will echo those same sentiments and as always until next time may all of your entertainment dreams come true